need Hello. to go. Oh wait, I should put this close to me. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hi and welcome to Shh. I'm watching, I'm a, watching movie. a movie. You did it. Quarantine special number Ugh. three. We haven't released a lot of these. We, I mean, we, we released a few. We're sitting on a couple. Yeah. We're anyway. sitting on a couple. Anyways, it's, it's hi. A, <laughs> it's so, it's so uh, you think with all this time, I'd be able to edit more, but like I got a job and it's just, it's so hard to. And you, you, you think with this time I would, I would learn to edit, but je me refuse. Even <laughs> though I've been explained that I could buy a mic and a whole situation pretty easily by my music like my sound engineering editor, like award-winning uncle who literally understands mics, and I refuse to take that information. But I will one day. Yeah. I will. I oh will. God! Do you think how much easier my life would be? <laughs> yeah, but then my life would get more complicated. I just okay. I mean this sincerely, and I'm not saying this out of laziness because yeah. I've done a lot of jobs, and I yeah. I am not detail oriented. So things like editing are not left should not be left in my hand yeah I, I i you editing i'm not like i'm like no no no. i'm just continuing to edit i would like you edit would just be like everything's up like you're like you include yeah, shit I, also talking. Can't, I, I don't have the like quality of sound in my in, like i don't have the sophistication in my ears to hear what you think is quality and quality Anyway, I don't know, anyways, it's it's real hot and I'm sleepy poo. Okay, um, let's get okay. into then. <laughs> let's do it. This is a special episode. Uh, we're not watching a movie. We're talking about two things, two movies. I guess one's technically a movie uh, that we saw in the past month. We both spent nineteen. Well, I spent nineteen ninety nine, and Alex, I think, illegally downloaded The King yeah. of Staten Island, and we both hated it. But I feel for different reasons. Yeah, uh, for, yeah. Uh, and then, um, and then, of course, Hamilton, which I got to be honest, Alex really hated. And mm. I liked, but I didn't love. And I'll yeah. get into it. We'll get into it. At, in the second half. But we're going to cover The King of Staten Island before it leaves my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Okay, The King of Staten Island. Alex, what are your thoughts? Uh, King of Staten Island is, is, is a movie that kind of broke me. Um, because like, and like now I'm on this like quest to find a good recent comedy movie. Like it's a movie that like broke me. I'm like, I don't think comedy movies work anymore. Like, no, they do. It's, it's that maybe Judd Apatow's genre, like people have a hot streak, you know? Okay. It's like sexual prime, killing prime, comedy prime. Everyone has a prime. And we witnessed Judd Apatow's prime, which was 40-year-old virgin knocked up. But here's the thing. Super bad. In in hindsight, in hindsight, I don't know if those movies are good. I think Superbad's stand. I think Superbad's very funny. Uh, I think I... But I can't, I, no, nah, I'm not going to be one of those people that goes back and be like, well, was it good? Because it was funny. Knocked Up and 40-Year-Old Virgin were very funny uh, mm-hmm. at the time. And and comedy does not age well. I, yeah, but can, okay. I'll read you my letterbox review and then I'll oh boy. explain is it. That- it, 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 isn't, it isn't as dry as you think it is. It's it, okay. I was doing it kind of shittily. Long is it? <laughs> uh, like three paragraphs. 
Okay, here we go. Uh, At some point, they let you label long, unfunny melodramas as comedies. Our collective cultural health is worse because of it. Jeb Abateau (laughs) wakes up every morning, and as he counts his money, he laughs at the collective hours he's wasted in our people's time. That is the joke. That is the only joke. In early 2010, comedy died. Somebody died. We equated emotional realism with groundbreaking <laughs> comedy. There is no oh joy, God. no absurditory, no satire. There's only emotional accuracy. If your TV comedy doesn't end with an episode with someone frowning and a down-tempo indie song playing, did you really do art? This movie uh. should should have been the last gasp of this type of story, but with quarantine and the name recognition, people are downloading it. When it should have bombed at the box office, it should have been uh, the end of our cultural conversation. This movie does not know what it is. Is it a drama? It's very boring and well-trodden territory with medium all right actors. Is it comedy? At what point does laughter occur? Is it truthful? <laughs> Kinda, I guess, but it's a story that should have been left in an interview. The movie does what it says in the, uh, what it says in the tin though. It crosses the two hour mark. Bill Burr is a delight. Yeah, that was my, okay. So I also wrote a review on it, uh, yeah. for this website called Parton and Pearl. And I also was very confused. I did not laugh once. Yeah, at no point would I describe it as funny. I did not laugh once. And here's the deal. His, uh, okay, uh, we forgot about Trainwreck. Trainwreck, I think, was a successful comedy. For me, I like at Trainwreck. least. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a CD. I, but I also think it's successful because um, you could tell the joke writing. Like, you could tell that Amy, Sh- uh, Amy Schumer and whoever she writes with, like her, yeah. like, sketch comedy people would sit there and and they'd game out the scene. They'd be like, okay, this is a scene. Now do like 20 jokes. There's like that part where she says, um, what if, what if I leave a tampon in the, in the toilet? You know, like, like there's an ear on it. You can tell that that's like, that's a good joke and that's funny and that they gamed it out. This, I think, okay, I'm just going to say it, but I'm sure Davidson's been called this before. I think he might be lazy. This is like (laughs) the laziest story of all time. They literally chose the um the the lesser dramatic like so his real life story is that his dad was a firefighter who passed away being a first responder for 9-11 and in this one it's like he died at a hotel fire which i'm sure would be equal like would be not equally tragic but like is tragic but like why not the 9-11 thing would be such an interesting because every time you tell that to someone it kind of shuts down the conversation and, and you almost wouldn't get to know people properly because they'd be like oh my god your dad died in 9-11 yeah which is a far and more interesting story way more interesting and apparently that's like why him and ariana grande got together was like she literally was like i oh my god like they, they connected on that so it's like Clearly, this thing is, is the important thing, and, and he chose to not do that. The, my only reasoning as to why he chose to not do that was thinking, like, maybe he didn't want to exploit it, which I can respect. But you're already writing an emotionally raw, vulnerable movie. I don't understand why you would punt it. I've, I've, uh, yeah, I, I feel like we should, for the listener, give a who probably hasn't, people who probably haven't, there's people listening probably haven't listened, watch King of Staten Island. Mm-hmm. Which is even the briefest of, of plot descriptions, mm-hmm. which is it is the story of Pete Davidson if he never found comedy and he lives in Staten Island with his mom. Uh, his dad died, feels bad about it, wants to be a tattoo artist, really sucks at it, uh, gets kicked out of his uh, gets kicked out of his house. And then Bill Burr um, through ha- through happenstance, he tattoos Bill Burr's son. Uh, starts hooking up with so uh, uh, Pete Davidson's mom and he's a firefighter as well and Pete Davidson finds himself in firefighting and that is the movie 
But um, he doesn't even become a firefighter. No. Uh, th- there's so many, like, okay, in my mind, first of all, he barely tries to be a tattoo artist. Yeah. There's no, there's no, that motherfucker, what's his name, Machine Gun Kelly? Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, is, the, has like a cameo. cameo, yeah. Well, because he's like best friends with Pete Davidson. I don't uh. like Pete Davidson's circle of people. Anyways, um, uh, so... He, like, tells him, like, you're not good. And then he, like, never tries again. Everything about it, like, the story of the preview is much more interesting than what actually happens. And then they Mm -hmm. also have that girl who's in it who was in the morning show and she was in. Yeah, She's a British actor. That's kind of one of those people that was, like, an up-and-coming, like, a Carrie Mulligan kind of, like, indie. Except, surprise, like, I'm sorry, that girl cannot hack she can't act she's so bad in the morning show and she's so bad in this and in the morning show she has her real accent in this she has the long island accent anyways i I feel like a real jerk like railing into this movie i thought i was gonna come at it from a more positive thing but it's like after nazi it's so bad except for the parts where he goes to the fire hall and gets to hang out with like Steve Buscemi and all those dudes that then that all of a sudden then it's like oh this is what the movie should have been and that should have started at, at minute 40 I yeah I mean that like the movie we watched that's the movie should have been and I'm, I'm going back to like the central idea of like you're like oh it's his dad died and now um uh, uh his dad died and now he's like can't get close to people like that's not even what the movie's about but like that is a much more compelling and emotional thing to hang comedy off of than like and- like, th- like this movie feels like someone's telling you the story of the movie in hindsight like it, like it feels like it, it really like it, there's a lot of like first draft energy in this movie where like people yeah. are just in scenes being like i'm mad about this like and then you take that Zero. stuff out later Zero jokes. And, and you know what? They do it at the very beginning of the movie where, like, um, they're all sitting around uh, and someone says, someone doesn't know that Pete Davidson's dad had died. And she goes, oh, I'm sorry. And he kind of does that, like, blank stare like he's actually pissed and he looks, yeah. like, kind of mad. And then they all laugh. Like, he doesn't care. And I was like, oh, he's that kind of teenager. I fucking hated those guys. So why would I sit here and watch... I'm sorry, someone who got a, a really, really lucky chance mm. who probably had some really decent stand up. And now it's like, I don't I don't get it. I don't get I, it. I don't get it. Like, uh, was it you were talking about like better directors for this movie? Of like, I think it's also just oh, like it should have been Harmony. That, what's his name? Yeah, Harmony, Harmony, Harmony Korean. Yeah, it would have been like yeah, the better yeah. director. It's like I think the, the yeah. energy Pete Davidson brings to a movie and the energy that Judd Apatow brings to the movie are the so most wrong. Are the most like incompatible things in the world. Of like Pete Davidson's like going to be a shithead and like give you like a shaggy thing and like like he'll be funny and charming in it and and whatever. But like to hang a Judd Apatow style movie that requires you to have like this logical, like dramaturgical, dramaturgical consistency through through it is like, he's not gonna be able to do that. He's not, he's not. And And it makes them both look bad. Yeah. It makes Pete Davidson look lazy and it makes Judd Apatow look out of touch. Yeah. And, and, and that's a problem. I, I had less like you were like oh I don't like Pete Davidson in this movie and I think Pete Davidson's lazy and I think Pete Davidson's fine he's Pete Davidson um, I have a larger weird emotional attachment to Pete Davidson where I'm like oh that's what like 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 when I was 20 and working through my shit 
if I got famous at that time, I would never solve those shit. I would. Do you like, think you would have engaged? You would have been engaged to Ariana Grande. I would be like thrice divorced already. Like I would. Like, <laughs> I would be like, like the like the, the the tours of rehab I would have done if I hadn't. Like like if if at the time where I'm like, where I'm like I had to work out this. Like I like this is this is not a sustainable way to live a life. There's not a sustainable way to live a life like inside your head or to other yeah. people. And you work on that stuff. If at that time I got famous and everyone told me I was great, I would never solve those problems. Like that like Yeah. But I don't think he feels very great from the understanding that I get. Oh, I I wouldn't feel great either, but I but he's definitely not working on himself. But I'm just gonna put out there once again, like so. You feel that connection, and I weirdly feel a connection to Judd Apatow. I think Judd <laughs> Apatow is the exact kind of comedy that I like. The comedy that you burned so hard. I like emotional truth. I think that's funny. I definitely would put. I think my writing definitely has jokes in it, though. Yeah, that's my, that's um, my point. Is, is I don't is so uh, to get back to the the review I I wrote of it is I don't think it's like. I don't think emotional truth is bad. I don't think all comedy needs to be like silliness and disconnected. In fact, I often dislike it. I like when it, I can see like the A to B to C of comedy. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think um, we just mislabel that. Like we, like we just mislabel melodrama as comedy now. Like I think a lot of like like transparent. Yeah. Transparent is a full drama. Nothing is funny about that show. Uh, and then, and then that was kind of the beginning. Like, remember the year, like the Martian was a comedy, like yeah. uh, it's offensive. It's basically people wanting awards and, and saying like, Oh, it's less competitive uh, because I, actual good comedies don't get nominated. Yeah. I, I think, I think the other end is I think people just don't, they, they, they know what makes them laugh and then don't respect that as an artistic thing. So they're like, Oh, we have to give it to the thing that I, I thought about. And that, that's what, I, and, and so then it's like know. a feedback loop of like, of like us going down this path. And so like I rewatched, I know we've talked about this. It's like, I rewatched girls like a, a, a while ago and, and I always remember girls kind of being like the beginning of that thing. And like, yes, obviously there was stuff before it and like you go like Altman movies or, or whatever where it's like, but like they all have jokes and I'm watching girls like, Oh, this is like hard jokes in it. And then like, even like, the softer like emotional jokes are like clearly jokes like this guy's clearly a shithead and they're clearly like kind of playing on his shitheadness yeah and then mm. i and then looking at like the the downstream of it of 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 the different types of shows that have come downstream of it i'm like oh it's just the aesthetic but without the jokes without the you comedy just, without the you hit on stuff. something that just yeah. reminded me i keep thinking that this union between Apatow and Davidson is of like train wreck because it's exactly the same idea of like take yeah. a comic that you like and work with them, but it's wrong. This is a this is his version of girls and he should have made this movie like girls. Whereas he made it like train wreck. Yeah. He shouldn't have done that. Yeah. He shouldn't have done that. And that's the problem. And like he should have had a third writer or a fourth writer. I think there were three writers actually. I think it was Davidson. There's so many fucking Apatow. writers on that movie. Because uh, you look, saw you those know, writers and you saw the EPs, and I'm like, I'm like, there's a lot of work to prop up someone who doesn't want to make this type of movie. Yeah, and you know, you know that like Mulaney was there giving jokes, and you know that those like firefighter scenes for sure are all, and like Bill Burr and stuff. Like, yeah. make the movie about Bill Burr and have Davidson come in midway through. Yeah, because we didn't touch on the, how I don't know Bill Burr's stand up that well I feel like I, I would hate it I don't know feel like it I, 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 I don't like think his, I, like, I like I think he's sexist I can tell no no, no. He, that's, that's the joke of his stand up is that he gives that energy and then he's 
kind of flipping it around and turning it. Okay. And at the end, you're like, oh, yeah, like that. It's like the, the, the structure of a Bill Burr joke in stand up is he says something that you're like, fuck you, buddy. And then you watch him flip it and turn it, it and turn it and turn it. At the end, you're like, oh, yeah, I agree with that point. But the point you're agreeing with is like kind of the opposite of the fuck you, buddy point. Okay. And it's well, like, like I, think it's, I think it's really smart and really cool stand up. And I think he gets, he gets both. Um, well, he's both like I, flack for doing it and praise for doing it and also really bad fans and really good fans. Like it's like, yeah, like there's people who miss the irony and people who get it. It's the, it's the, it's the Wolf of Wall Street problem. It's yeah, like, like Wolf very, of Wall Street is so fun. I touched something. Um, and Wolf of Wall Street is so funny and, and obviously like these people are shitty people. But yeah. There is a glob, there is a whole population that watched that movie and was like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to fucking rip off people yeah. <laughs> and do a yeah. bunch of quaaludes. Anyways, um, so yeah, so I guess it's safe to say that neither of us like the King of Staten Island. And it was really disappointing because it, it came at a moment. I mean, you know, every day is emotional and whatever, and we're living mm-hmm. still in whatever. Um, but it came in a moment where I was absolutely thrilled that a, a movie that I would have gone to the movies yeah. for was that I could watch. I was so excited and and it just and then honestly I fell asleep at the I had to watch the second half the next day. I woke I, up and my mom was like, "The second half was actually kind of good." And I was like, "Damn it." <laughs> the second half was better. I wouldn't call it good. It was better. She said that it had an emotional shift that made the movie quite watchable. <laughs> That's fair cuz the first half is so aimless. It's so bad and and the friends of Pete Davidson are not funny and that's a huge problem because the first half is supposed to be the joke half and then the second half is supposed to be the drama half <laughs> it don't work like that the i think i think because we're talking about like others like harmony corinne would do a better job or or, or whatever corinne corinne i don't quite know how to say it um and uh, uh i think i think of like what harmony's first half would look like and i think part of it is just like i didn't really buy them as shitheads like to me it's like those kids didn't seem like shitty like yeah they're bad people but i'm like if you want to watch a movie about shitheads like i'm like they look at like they, they look like I, all I right think they, you know they did not they did not show the truth of staten island because who was i listening to oh dave Chappelle. dave yeah. Chappelle in in his stand-up special that came out like a month ago he yeah. literally says a, a, a two-second bit about staten island saying the the mother of my child is from staten island and it's a bad place yeah. he says it like very like it's no good there and i remember thinking like the king of staten island did not showcase that not really no. it didn't feel any different than like jersey or even like it didn't feel as shitty as like a detroit like i want to know why it's specifically so shitty yeah. <laughs> or i want to know what pete davidson's thoughts are because to be honest why is it called the king of staten island you could have put that movie anywhere i mean i i if to me felt very uh like Etobicoke and not even like the rough kids in Etobicoke, like just like no. the normal kids in Etobicoke is what I would view as friends as until they try to lo- rob a like pharmacy. And then I'm like, and then even then, like in the movie, it feels like out of left field. Like it doesn't feel like they it, would do Exactly. That, you know? Because there might be, because there was already two and a half hours on that screen. And, and I bet you there's like five hours. There's like a five hour director's cut somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we we didn't like. <laughs> oh, Marissa Tomei is good. Marissa uh, Tomei and Bill Burr, very well. Really I was I loved Bill Burr in that movie. Like I was like just like I love Bill Burr. Like, I I could I tell how him. long it had been since Bill Burr was on screen because I got more and more angry at the movie. And then Bill Burr I comes back him. and was like, you know what? 
It's not bad. I know. There's something about him, too. I'd kiss him on the mouth. Um, and also, Timothy Chalamet's sister is in the movie. Oh. She plays the rich friend of Judd Apatow's daughter. That makes sense. Who... Yeah, what a nepotism time this whole movie was. Uh, yeah. She wasn't bad. Judd Apatow's daughter's not... It's going to make me sound like... I'm already such an asshole. This is like the most asshole review I've ever done. Because listen, it's hard to make a movie. It's hard to make comedy. Whatever, yes. whatever. No, it's really hard. But it's like Just, to watch something fail this hard with so much money and talent behind it, and knowing yeah, it's being yeah, yeah. made like basically greenlit through it is very frustrating. And then also to waste two and a half hours of my life, um, and like it <laughs> oh, was like you three. Doing in the, anything? Yeah, I, I, I started watching <laughs> it at one in the morning. Like I wasn't like putting. Yeah. <laughs> it was three thirty in the morning, and I'm just angry. Like this, that letterbox review I left. I, I left the timestamp on it is like three forty five in the morning. Like oh, I just angrily funny. like typed it out <laughs> immediately. Yeah, I was Mashed so mad. Well, I was gonna say Jenna Apatow's daughter. She's not a bad actor, but she's not good. And there's something she's about fine. she's young. Her, her voice. She needs to work on her voice. There's That's something rude. about. I'm sorry. It betrays her be sounding um, honest. There's something about the tone in which she talks. It. You think about the little kid that she is. Yeah. It has like a, a low hoarseness to it that I'm like, I know this like nine year old. Anyways, I'm, I'm rude. It's rude. It's all rude. She's we so young rude, that rude. it's like, I'm like, I feel, I feel she's like not that young. She's like 22. She's not like, she's not like 15. I'm not beating true. up a kid. I, I, I thought she was like 17. No, cause she's like, she's like nine or 11 in, uh, knocked up. Oh, yeah, she's like she nine, yeah. and then she's like fifteen in This Is Forty, yeah, or fourteen, yeah, and that movie's at least ten years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't don't make it seem like I'm okay. making fun no, of like a, right. like a yeah, like a sixteen year old girl. <laughs> fuck that full grown woman. How yeah, dare she? She's so rich. Anyways, uh, uh, I don't want to be just, rude because I love I the minute Judd Apatow. If anything ever happened with Judd Apatow, like I, I'd sell, I'd burn this podcast and my review and be like, I love you so much. I'd sell my soul. I just yeah. I think like to me like the main thing is just like I want this, I want this to, to die because I don't I don't need your bog standard plot and bog standard drama and then. Y- like a couple of haphazard jokes and then you tell me it's funny because I think well, it's, pu- it's pushing out like actually funny things that I like and that, that, that can, that can be emotional that can be that, but it's like, it's pushing it out of the world. Like, I know you're like, Oh, I like like those like emotional stories about date, about, like whatever. It's like, I do too, but I don't need, but like this puts the, the, the that before the comedy, like it's putting like yeah. the bones of this movie work like the like, like like if i just put all the plot beats on a wall you like this works like i can i can see emotionally how it all goes together but like i don't need that I, in my life i'd be uh, you know why you know why it's not funny because pete davidson's not funny there, i don't I think it has anything to do with funny. pete davidson i don't think i think it has a little bit to do with him i think it has a little bit to do uh, with him because bit <laughs> because tr- i i will go back to like people might not like amy schumer but you can't deny that she doesn't work very hard at being funny Yes. And and trainer has Sometimes too very, hard if we talk about the one where she hit her head and is now thinks she's hot. <laughs> oh, that's a don't even get me started. And that's a definition of see how she hasn't been able to make a funny movie since Apatow because you needed the magic of yeah. someone who actually knows how to make movies. Yeah. Don't talk about I feel pretty. <laughs> I saw that movie. I saw I feel pretty the day I got my IUD put in and boy <laughs> did it not make me feel better. <laughs> 
<laughs> Except I will say there's a joke at the beginning of the movie. She works in this basement and she's leaving. And this guy, I don't know, he looks like a famous comedian. I just don't remember his name. And uh, she's like, I'm going to go to the store. Do you need anything? Mm. He's like, yeah, can I have a baguette? She's like, mm-hmm. a baguette? He's like, yeah, a baguette. She's like, you mean a baguette? He's like, yeah. You want me just to buy you a whole baguette? He's like, yeah. Mm, half of one. You want me to buy you half a baguette? <laughs> That's like a full that's a good three bit. minute call. It's such a, it's the best part of the movie. And then nothing else is that movie funny. I'm hating that movie. So I, I forgot about that entirely. That's funny. The spaghetti, spaghetti is so good. That, that, that's enough to make me be like, okay, it's yeah, a great like, film. But like, that, that's what I mean. It's like th- that put, like that movie at least tried to put comedy first. At least try, like yeah. the, the end of those things. It's like this, I, I guarantee you there's version no. of the script that cut out funny scenes because someone's like, oh, it doesn't emotionally work. And I ask why. Like, I ask why. Why? Because it's for nobody, you know? Nobody. I There was not, like, I like Kachad Apatow comedy. I did not laugh once. And it really sucks to sit. Th- it was a straight up drama for me, but a drama that wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. Yeah, that, it, that's what it I mean. Was, it's like it's like if you yeah you, you you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't be yeah. like we're cutting jokes because jokes are hard to write to do drama, but also we're not going to do good drama because we're doing jokes. Like you can't get yeah. both. Go fuck yourself. No. Uh, uh, no. Uh, yeah, and and it's movies like it fully broke my brain. Like it's like it's turned me off of TV shows. I, I hate it. I, I hate this movie. Like this movie made other things <laughs> that I've watched worse. <laughs> oh boy. You gotta let this movie not have such power over you. <laughs> I'm so like, I'm so stupidly emotional in quarantine. Like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm stupidly I mean. emotional out of quarantine, but like even more like in a way that like little things become so big right now. Oh my God. But like maybe one day we won't be in quarantine anymore. I doubt it. You know what's interesting? No, Alex, listen to this. Listen, listen. I heard Tom Hanks on Conan O'Brien's podcast. Tom Hanks mm-hmm. has another World War II drama. Oh. And, um... He loves World War II. It takes place... He fucking loves World War II. I wish II. I loved that anything boy. as much as Tom Hanks also, loves World War II. happy birthday, Tom Hanks. It's Tom Hanks' birthday today. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. um... But it takes place in a part of World War II. So, like... I, like something like two thirds or like three fourths of the war, it seemed like the Germans were going to win. Mm-hmm. And this movie takes place in the part where it's like it's completely uncertain. Like the Americans are definitely losing. Like mm-hmm. and so and he said that people would make jokes being like, I forgot, like little puns being like, maybe the war will end in 1948 or one and done in 51. So like they thought this war was going to last like 10 years. And then and then and then Tom Hanks was like, and, you know, so think about it. COVID, same thing, same thing. And I was like, I like I'll choose to believe that I'll choose. And then and then there'll be a baby boom. There's probably a baby boom happening now. There's a divorce boom. What's the way? I a divorce boom. I guess there's oh, yeah. a baby boom happening, but like honestly, you want to bring a kid into this? After this is done, we're just gonna have to keep dealing with fucking global warming. I know. I don't want to get into it. It's too depressing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so we didn't like. We didn't like. No. The King of Staten Island. No. I. For not liking B. Davidson. How and many Alex stars do you? How many stars out of five do you give it? Okay, so that's interesting. Because it's still a well-made movie. Because I, I don't give it one. Like you know what I mean. Like no, I said no, so many things. Well I don't give it one. I, 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 I give it two. three. Yeah, I give it two and a half, three. I give it two because again, like the bones are right, but it's 
so wrong in everything else that it and like it's well made and there's good acting. And I was like, like the it, cinematography is good. Bill Burr's so good. Marissa it's also, great. It's just like you also don't turn it off. No, you I watch it. All, I watch it. You all. watch the whole thing, and that alone is a feat. Because I yeah. started watching that Netflix movie Desperados, which is like aimed directly at me. It's like three women. It's like a romantic comedy thing. Oh, it's yeah, with yeah. Nassim Perdad, someone from Saturday Night Live. You get ten minutes in, and you're like, "Kill me, kill me." This is yeah. terrible. You turn it off. So you know the fact that I didn't want to turn it off. I didn't want to turn it off. I also didn't want to turn it off because I thought it was going to get good. And then I woke up and my mom's like, it kind of got good. <laughs> I guess I turned it off by falling asleep. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah you're, you're, <laughs> your fingers wouldn't turn off, but your brain is like, we need to turn this off. <laughs> Peace. All right. Uh, I think we've said what we need to say about yeah, that. Yeah, I think we said everything. All right. Well, thank you. And Jenna Patel, if you ever want to hire me, don't worry. I love you. This is great. Yeah, Pete yeah, Davidson, yeah. I can take or leave you. <laughs> Uh, both Pete Davidson or Judd Apatow I'd love to work with individually I just think it's like a truly a match made in hell like their skill sets do not line up they're not complimentary (laughs) I don't don't need to work with uh, Pete Davidson All right. you're trying to tell me hold on back up you're trying to tell me if there was Mm -hmm. a Pete Davidson TV show shooting in Toronto and they're like casting the the romantic lead you wouldn't be like fuck I wish I got that Alex obviously I want anything that causes me to work in the chosen field that I've been <laughs> going at for the last nine years of my life. Yeah, I guess it is a false equivalency. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, but yeah, I forgot what I was saying. Mm, whatever. Say la vie. All right, we're going to do our second movie, which I feel like this is going to be interesting because I, I, I feel like I, I will see both sides and, and it'll, it'll feel like betrayal talking shit about this but we, we watched Hamilton. Yeah. And Alex, how did you feel? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start by saying, like, I'm not, I didn't go in. Okay, so people were talking about <laughs> Hamilton for the past, like, five years. And the yes. whole time I'm like, this is a prank. Like, this okay. is, like, a prank that people are playing <laughs> on me. And like if and like you go see Hamilton and it's like ten minutes of like Alexander Hamilton, hip hop, boop, boop, boop. And then like they go like, hey, shh. Tell everyone this is good. Think about how funny that is. <laughs> and then everyone just leaves the theater. And then I, I like, there's part of me is like, I think that's what it is. So I watched this and I was like, okay, well, one, it's not a prank. It's a real thing. And two, it's, it's a real movie. <laughs> it's worse than I thought it was going to be. It's and, also worse than I thought it was going to be, but continue. And, and then, um, but the thing that kept me kind of going through it is that we started watching it. Me and Allison were watching Hamilton and I, uh, and she was like, do you want to have some edibles for it? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then she like <laughs> had these like high powered like gummies and she like cut like, I thought she cut it in half. We're going to do like half of the high powered gummies. We're like this is the day, but she cut it in like, she like a quarter of it. And yeah. I ate the rest thinking it was half. So I ate three quarters of this high powered gummy and she was fine and like good to go. I was I just feel high like, for the rest of the day. I feel like you can't properly review. I didn't oh, know that you were high on a high powered edible. I, I, I don't think, it, I don't think it kicked in until the second half. And, but I feel and, and, like, and truly that's what kept me going through it. Cause I was like ready. But I, was, I feel I like good. edibles. I feel like getting high sometimes will really exaggerate what you didn't like about something or really exaggerate what you really liked about something. Well then I didn't like about anything about it. Cause it, I I can tell you the exact moment it kicked, it like really kicked in. Okay, it was when they have the cabinet meeting and it turns into like a, okay 
a, um, a, a roast a battle, rap battle. Yeah, a, a rap battle and I the face I made I started <laughs> laughing so hard um, so here's my issue with it I liked it um, I think if it was two hours it would be a perfect musical it I, is too I, I, long that, that's that's something I don't I don't actually I don't I don't agree with you on like I, I think it's like the right length because it is well it a has Broadway to be play. that long. Like, it is a Broadway play and like that is people are they're spending way too much money for it to be two hours it has to be that long it has to tell a full story my my issue is um you're right in the, like you wrote like it's schoolhouse rock like every character see this it doesn't translate to movies if you watch it on stage it would be a different situation when you watch it in a movie you're expecting people to be three-dimensional you're expecting there to be like emotional turns and stuff like that but it's not like that because the way that he wrote this play is each person is one-dimensional and then when you watch it all come together as an ensemble you feel like it's three-dimensional and so when you're watching did not work on me but when but that's that can only exist on stage. Doesn't work if you see it in in movies because when you see Aaron Burr, Aaron Burr is doing the same thing the entire time, mm. and 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 his face is even the same. And Alexander Hamilton is doing the same thing the entire time. So if you're gonna compare it to like a really good movie, it's never gonna work. And so that's where it fails when you're watching a musical, and that's, that's the fair, problem. That's but it's a very classic. Like it's a very, it's like he is. He never wrote it to be filmed. He wrote it. It's a perfect musical. Like, it's exactly what it is. And you can't deny it's got banger after banger. Like, did you not like the song? I want to be in the room where it happens. No, that one I didn't like. I (gasps) There were songs (laughs) I liked. So, okay, no, here, here, uh, uh, let me go go through what I liked. I liked, um, Angelica, the performer, the, the woman who played her is, she's like, I, I was literally like, I'm like, like the, Anytime she was on stage, I was like, th- she's maybe one of the best performers I've ever seen in my life. Like that is, she's, she's incredible, incredible, like beyond. And uh, the and the song she does, a uh, rewind. I think is a satisfied. Really cool. Yeah, the, the the one where it's like it rewinds and like plays like the. It's beat called backwards. satisfied, Alex. It's called okay, satisfied. I don't fucking care or no. <laughs> I I will not. I, I, I there's no I way, there's no way. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> and like the, like that, I was like, like that. I really like that. That I think like it was People. very successful at what it was doing. I think Peggy made me laugh, like genuinely. I made love me Peggy. Laugh. Peggy, my school, my school, my sister went to theater school with Peggy. Oh, cool. Um, did, she, did they double cast her as the, the the woman he cheats on? Yeah, okay. See, this is what makes me think that you were too high to watch this movie because it's very obvious that that's the same actor. No, no, I I, I thought it was, but I was there was a part of me was like it could just be people who look very similar. Like like I like, I, like, I, I assumed it was, but it was. I like her voice. I think Peggy's voice is so beautiful. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I like those things. Uh, I did like the set. Like, it's very Spartan, but like it, I'm sure, like, seeing it in real life would look very impressive, you know? Yeah, there's... I, I understand that they just filmed... They ex- filmed a night at the theater extremely well. Like, I don't think uh, live production has ever a, been filmed that well. I have a pretty well, good feeling that it's, it's they filmed it across multiple performances and edited together. They must have. But they yeah. also clearly filmed stuff without the actor... Without the audience in there, because yes. when he sings Alexander Hamilton, the, the audience cheers so for, like... The, the audience cheers for like nine minutes. But what I wish they could have done, but I think it would have been too hard or it would have been shitty for people, is um, change the lighting for the film. They did. I found that it... They did? Yeah, 100%. I thought it was a little bit too if, dark. If, if, you, if you watch like... 
because I was curious, because I was curious, I looked up uh, a, a bootleg of of uh, Hamilton, and the lighting is. It's it's like it's like a camera at the back of someone in the yeah, audience yeah. filming, right? Um, and I looked up a bootleg of Hamilton, and uh, uh, the lighting's much more dramatic, much more like stage lighting, like because because I remember thinking, it would be like, pure oh, this, shadows, right? Yeah, I, I remember thinking like this stage lighting's pretty weak or light or like like not really like doing what stage lighting does, and then watch like oh they like they changed how they did the stage lighting for the filmed version. Um, yeah. Um, so I liked it. I, um, found it exhausting to watch though. And like relentless, like I was like, this is demanding so much of my energy and I'm not even in the theater. Like people who watched it, this is what I'm thinking why you can't even compare because if you watched it in the theater, think about the energy that the actors were giving off the stage and that, that you were feeling the, the collected amount of people that were so excited, like, okay. Do you remember when the Simpsons movie came out? Yeah. Like, did you yeah. go see it in theaters? Yeah. yeah. Did you see it like in the opening week? Uh, I believe so. At least in the first two. I think I saw it in, in, on the Saturday that it opened. And I rem- I was rewatching that movie the other day. And I remember thinking like, oh, my God, I remember the energy of how excited everyone was. And there were like certain lines that like when you watch at home, you're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. But like, so I think that's what's going on. Is that people are so like it, this? This show was crowned a king before it proved itself. It already was like Hamilton's the best. Yeah, and and it's all because he. Um, but I still think Alexander it, he Hamilton. Re- he released so it's it that energy and those things you're hitting on are because because musical theater is very popular but very hard to get right. Like, yeah. like if, if you want to see high level musical theater, you have to have X amount of dollars get to New York, which costs either X amount of dollars or X amount of dollars to live there, and then go there to see an, uh, 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 realistically an all right musical and hopefully a very good one. And yeah. the thing that they did, the producers did, is they released that soundtrack at the same time they opened the movie. They recorded the soundtrack, before opened the play. They recorded the soundtrack before the play went up, which is the the wrong order. Like normally you record the cast recording, like after it's done, it's broad, at least at least it's first run. Right. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. there was a different energy and a different audience. It was chasing. And it was because musical theater has a huge fan base. Like I'm not one of them. Like this movie, there's no way that oh, Hamilton am. was going <laughs> to win me over. Um, but like that huge fan base is going to, 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 to come out for something that was given to them, especially like Lin-Manuel Miranda. This is his second musical. His first one was very popular as well um, on Broadway. So it's like a, someone who, who's done something good on, something good on Broadway has like been around it, has released this. It's like people listened to it. People like dissected it. And that's like, like a $500 ticket. It became even harder to get because it, because it was like this, like, marketing move it's, it's popular okay. because they it, it's popular because the musical is good it's probably because the musical is marketed differently and and well um and and uh but you can't all, deny all this, what, sorry? that the music is listenable even if you it's, haven't seen catchy. the show it's and that's no that's huge because like yeah i've seen a lot of musicals that even like popular musicals like come from away and you walk yeah. away and you're like i don't remember a single song I mean, like the 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 best example of that to me is like Fun Home, a musical I like, really quite like, um, where the music is the third thought. Like the musical, like the, yeah, the music of it is it. like the music is like unnecessary, but like the show is so good that like the, then, music, the music is there to like heighten the show. It's less there to like 
be a musical, you know. You also can't deny that the the reason why the songs are so catchy, except for maybe Alexander Hamilton, like the original, the first song. Every song, I don't know if you know this, is like copying a song. It's like the yeah. way that we make music at Second City. Yeah. That's what he did. Like, like um, Helpless is, um, oh my God, what's that Beyonce song? Killing me softly. Uh, the one I need. Uh, I was being, you're going to have to add this song. Uh, they got me going. And then, and then three, two, one. I don't remember what the song is. Anyways, Countdown. <laughs> That's what it is. It is Countdown. It is exactly Countdown. Yeah, the part's yeah. like, and they, they literally do the parts like, if you don't know, now you know. Like, yeah. they literally copy songs. So that is also why it's already in your ear. Or like King George, that sounds like a classic Beatles song. Mm. <clears throat> so so you're already going into it kind of, uh, like, it's like a pop musical, even this though it's hip hop. Like and and I'm reviewing it almost on a strictly aesthetic sense because if you start reviewing it on a political sense, this movie's uh, this this the show's atrocious. No, no, no. Yeah, no, you can't you can't go there because uh, I don't even think he was going there. I think I what think happened was, was I don't I, I definitely I think, don't think he was either. Yeah, I think he I think he read because listen, Lin Manuel. Like, let's be honest. What's the ongoing theme about Alexander Hamilton? You write like you're running out of time. Lin Manuel is the same. Lin Man- this is Lin Manuel's third musical. This is a second blockbuster musical. He it, he puts out an enormous amount of content. He wrote, if you look, he wrote every single song, like all the lyrics. Mm. So um, so he clearly identified with yeah. Alexander Hamilton. He's a, he's a fucking he loser. Yeah. He's a loser. Yeah. Um, so that's all that. That's the thing. That's like the guiding light that he stuck to the entire time. Because here's here's my if I were to get kind of political, I won't even go into the whole slavery thing because we yeah. can't. Because I, I and, and I I also think of like this is, is is I think that is a lazy critique of this of like yeah we fucking know the founding fathers owned slaves and we and we know like the discussion of slaves and like the contradiction and I think you can make a very interesting show and make an interesting commentary on America because. Slavery isn't real in America anymore. We have much different racial problems. You can say that they're from slavery. You can say whatever. But to but to critique a, a piece of art that came out in 2015 by saying it's repurposing slave owners, um, I'm like, oh no, that, that's see, a lazy I, I, critique. That's just lazy critique, you know? Yeah, I, I I almost disagree with it because when when I was watching it, so first of all, I had like goosebumps watching it. I enjoyed it, but um, uh. All I kept thinking about is like, I think we get the message that every person on that stage is a person of color. Yeah. That's kind of the point that like, these are all white men. And and I think what, what it does is it not that it makes it colorblind because that's a terrible um, statement. It's, it's that it makes you go like, okay, what were these people actually, like if you were to look at the kernel yeah. of what they were fighting for in America and, and what's cool and not cool, but depressing actually about it is it's exactly what's going on right now. So like they wanted freedom from the oppressive regime yeah. of the Brits and that's literally what's happening right now. And it's, and it's like, they don't want to be, they don't want to be run by white, rich white people anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think like, like, I think like to then, to then layer on the thing of they're playing slave owners is like, I think a disingenuous review when like, if you want to talk about the politics of that and the politics of the founding fathers is like Alexander Hamilton wanted to create the federal reserve and, and like a central bank and like what that led to in America led to a lot of the problems that, 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 that have like people of color fighting for it. Like it, it, it allows well, stuff like redlining, also- it allows stuff like, like uh, it, it, it allowed all those things. And so like, yes, it's just, but my, my point is like, 
that whole musical happens and at no point is at no point do they give you what Alexander Hamilton's politics or ideology is or Aaron Burns politics or ideology is and I think that is a large detriment to the show and like that's where I'm like that that is my political problem with it of like it reduces politics to like good man is good bad man is bad which is a terrible way to look at politics and a terrible way to look at it i think like that like that's like a little problem with the show and also i think a narrative problem with the show of that like what like i kept asking like monson's like am i not paying attention like what is alexander hamilton want out of this like like why does he want to set up a central bank. They why never does he save. want to do this? And it's never they never tell you. And it's like, why is Aaron Burr against it? Like, they never go through it. Why is um, the oh, guy from that, Clipping... Oh, for me, I understand why Aaron Burr is against it because Aaron Burr... Okay, so what they said... Okay, first of all, let's all just oh, no, realize oh, oh, that Aaron no, Burr is Salieri yeah. and and Alexander Hamilton is Mozart and it's very mm. entertaining once you start thinking of it oh, like no, that. I, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I get that. I, I uh, Not... Less so the Aaron Burr one, but more like... Because the second half concerns with him with... Um, was it uh, who's the guy from Clipping playing in the second half? John Adams. Davy Diggs played him. Um, oh, um, uh, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. Yes, right. Sorry. Um, yeah. And um, uh, uh, it's like, why is Thomas Jefferson putting up a fight against Hamilton on these things? Is is like a is like a real question that half the play is never going to answer for you. You also because, don't even know if they're Democrat or Republican. Like they don't get well, into they, any well, politics the, the, like Democrat that. Republic, like Democrat and Republican Party didn't exist. It was Federalist and Democrat. But you don't even know if they're right or left. Yeah, like, they yeah, don't yeah. make it seem yeah, that yeah, way. That's, that's mean, you that, don't even know if they're pro-slavery or anti-slavery. Yeah. But and what they could have done. Okay, I think it could have been fine. My one critique of the show that I had a real issue with is because I imagine the ending very differently. Because when I heard the ending, when I heard that song, Who Lives or Who Dies, Who Tells Your Story, which I think is a really good theme of being like, okay, so these dudes wrote the history and that's why we're getting it like this. And I thought that that song was going to be what the rewind part of like, and and he, he captured it, right? The reason why that rewind song is so good is because it's like, it's like this is this is a scene that we saw yeah. exist and now we see the context behind it or yeah. the not the context the justification or whatever it's called yeah. and that's what the ending song should have been it should have been the yes. context and i understood that ending song to be like we heard from the men and here's the women's side of things and when i would hear the song just listening to the soundtrack because i like who lives who dies who tells your story that's like one of my favorite songs um I somehow made up this whole thing in my brain that that was a big feminist thing of like, no, we are the women, we did this, but it wasn't that. And they didn't stage it like that at all. It was really about like, I did this, but you yeah. could have done more. And I was really let down. I also don't understand, and I read about it, why the fuck does she gasp at the end? It yeah, did I not work I, for I, me. I, I did not either. like that gasp. I was don't like I, that gasp. I found it very confusing, and I wasn't sure if it was the edibles were hitting me very hard. Like it said, they, no, I, I looked it up. It's that she died or she sees him. I don't fucking know. It doesn't make any sense. I hate that. But that that's my yeah. It's dumb. And, that's and, my and one. It, that's my me, that's my one huge critique. Because it because because it does like the repeating lines and repeating stuff, and it's like to me it was like kind of this meta commentary because a lot of it is like. Because yeah, again, like, like it reduces politics to like good guy, good bad guy, bad. And Alexander Hamilton, if I picture pick his politics in the show, like what are his, what does he actually believe in? What are like what are tenets of 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 rule or politics or whatever the power that he believes in? 
I don't know what they are, but what I do know is that he's very concerned, that the character is very concerned with how he's remembered and who tells the story. And I get that it's kind of like a meta thing of like you're watching mm. a show about this guy's story who's concerned about his story, right? Well, it's funny because he was forgotten until this play. Like he, Alexander Hamilton is not like, you have to be like into his history to know him. Shit. Because his politics were garbage. A lot of the politics. I think Jefferson's politics were bad too. Yeah. Uh, Madison, well, they, all those people suck. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, no, no, like, like, not. They would have because it's ideologies, and but your ideology is formed by where, like, like, it's, like your ideology isn't come out of your head, and that you have like a, a glowing moralistic view of the world. Your ideologies are formed by like where you live and what you're about, and like how you fit into society and what you picture a better society being, but it's formed by the society you live in. So I get where all the politics are coming from and, 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 and where I'm like, why is Hamilton forgotten? It's like, cause his politics were kind of about like making of like building class structures. And, and mm. he also wasn't very successful at it. And so like, so like, yeah, no, but that's but he, interesting because he, his mom was a sex worker. That's a much like, more interesting story to talk about than the story, than the three hours we got. But then they're just, you're just assuming things. They don't know. They don't know Alexander Hamilton. Like, I guess he could make an assumption and say that it's, he that changed it's so much shit. Based. He's cha- he changed so much shit to try and tell the story. And it's like, and, and it's like, why change that shit to remove because and, and and they own my own my literally only reason because I thought about this a bunch. Story is Mozart There's and Salieri. No <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Alexander Hamilton and, and Aaron Byrne hated each other, and we know they hated each other, and like that is the story, and like. Like that, like I think there's there's a, a story there, and like and you're right, and like the Mozart Salieri story or or whatever the feud, is 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 clear and whatever, but like, to to tell this story is is like to remove. What makes it interesting? It, it but then he, just who lives, the who thread. dies, who tells your story, who lives, Ugh. who dies, tells. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing, Alex. It's then, not, then the yeah. lamest, the lamest person in America told Alexander Hamilton's story, and I think that's okay. Like, yeah, but you know what, Alex? You know what? He did it. No one else did it. Well, no, because he, he did exactly all what on, you're he supposed to do. On a, on, a, on, a, on a book, but an autobiographical. So someone else he, told the story already. No, he did exactly what you were supposed to do. He got a play made with an all POC cast, he, with a POC director. Like like everything that you're supposed to do to get stuff through the door, he did it. You can't fault him for that. He works the system. And on top of it, he's not trying to harm anyone. And it's some of the most talented cast you've ever seen in your entire life. I'm not saying you have to like it. I'm just saying that you got to respect it. <laughs> Okay, yeah, fine. I respect. Like, I, I, I respect anyone who got a show on Broadway. Like, yeah, like I respect yeah, that. Yeah, and res- also like, but the, the cast is outrageous. The cast is yeah. so good. Fucking love clipping. Fucking uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I seen yeah. David Diggs of real life, and then we saw him at the Lakeview afterwards. Right. But Anne was too embarrassed to take a picture with him, and I was like, I bet you he. I was like, no one knows who he is in this place. It's cute. Like I think he would be flattered. He just did a show. She I'm was like, so no. sad. I'm so sad. I missed that. Like I like was I was I bought tickets and like sold them to a friend to see that clipping show. You didn't come. I can't. I had, you did I a had, show that I canceled to yeah. do to watch that show. No, no I, had I, I had disaster, nights. and then I had I disaster in another show, and you canceled the other show. You had another. Yeah, you had Britney's show, and I canceled Britney's show. I was really under. I, I'm like such a little nerd. I like thought like. Well, the tickets at eight thirty, they'll be done by ten thirty. They didn't get on stage till ten forty-five. Yeah, yeah. I, 
but I, and like and like I bought the ticket and I was like, oh, maybe I can like I'm like oh no, they're not gonna be on stage like eleven and I'm doing that show and I did. The You're show right. Before. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> and then the best was uh, I when I was working at the RCM, uh, they they always have like classical music, but one night they had like a modern I forget like a folk guy, and so all of his fans assumed that. Oh, the yeah. tickets at eight. So you had a bunch of people coming in at like nine forty-five, and we're like, "It's over, man!" Like the show started on time. <laughs> they were so upset. Like two thirds of the audience was crazy. Anyways, regardless, listen. I don't know why I liked uh, Hamilton so much when I heard the soundtrack. It was just so exciting to hear it. I and think I love, you like musical theater, and that you got this I like love you got this theater. crisp piece of musical theater, and it's the same reason that a lot of musicals on Broadway are like based on a property of like a Lion King, a Mean Girls, or what have you. Mean Girls sucked so fucking hard. It was the worst. See, this is why Hamilton is so good. Because Mean Girls, you it had not the same uh, production value, but it definitely, like, you went into it being told, like, this is a good musical. And me and Adele sat there, and it's some of the worst music I've ever heard. I think, with you, amazing I mean, singers. different, but I, th- I, think, I think you would have a different response to Hamilton if you if you never heard the soundtrack, um, heard this is a good musical and it wasn't like the same level hype, like the, like if Hamilton had the same level hype as Mean Girls, I think you would you get a different you, you get a different know, response. I think the opening of How Does a Bastard Orphan Son of a Whore, I think that's one of the best openings of anything I've seen of any piece of work. I think it's a good opening. Period. It explains the entire story. It introduces everyone's character. Mm. It's a it's a good melody. It's a good rap. Uh, it's way slower on stage than it is in the soundtrack. It's very funny because I was watching it with my parents and they both needed me to put on subtitles. But I was like, really? Because they're rapping like this. How does a bastard orphan? <laughs> like, he's really enunciating. But anyways, I did. I, so, I will say that I'm saying all this and I did watch it with subtitles because I'm just like, there was a point where I'm like, I just got to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, because I one of my favorite songs is David Diggs song. It's called Guns and Ships. And it's literally like Lafayette. I'm taking these horse, these red coats by the reins, making the red coats redder with blood stains. It's like so yeah. fast. It's like a Buster Rhymes song. See, what's, that's a Buster Rhymes song. What's, what's Everything wild is another Davey, song. So like, yeah, I'll, I'll go back as I feel like I've been shitting on it. But like, I, 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 I hope you get my my point of like what I'm saying about Hamilton. I understand because, because um, anything that's popular, the way that Hamilton is popular, like anything in this world, I'm sorry, that is, that is mainstream popularity has roots of sadness and disappointment into it. Like, and it's that thing of like Ellen, the generous can't be that nice a person if she has a show called the Ellen generous <laughs> show. So it's like Hamilton, the musical can't be that amazing a musical if it's this mainstream. It's just, that's just not yeah. how the world works. It's just not how it works. That's a very good point. That being, yeah, it, that's just the truth of it. So for a mainstream musical, and I'm talking about like Phantom yeah, of the yeah. Opera mainstream, because that's how mainstream Which I've this got is. big problems with Phantom of the Opera, but sure. Phantom of the Opera is the worst piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. Most Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals, except for Garbage. Jesus Christ Superstar. Which um, he wrote with, are, was first and wrote with other people. Anyway, it's like, go on. We've, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We talk, we talk, we, we, we did a cat's he's episode. A we did. He's a hack. He's okay, a hack. Um, so, um, whatever. He's talented, obviously. Um, so, so that's, that's kind of how you have to look at it. You have to look at it at being like, Friends is like a shitty sitcom, but when you compare it to things that are as popular as Friends, Friends is actually a good sitcom. It, 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 you have to look at it like that. Otherwise, 
everything I hate this sucks. truth you're speaking. You're you're opening. You're showing me. That's, you're showing me truth, and I don't like it. Like, and that's why you have to, to let go to go back to classic. Sh- I'm watching movies. It's like the glasses from They Live that hurt your eyes. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is, though. You have to. Um, <laughs> this is gonna sound terrible. It's like it's like the blue pill, red pill glasses. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, if you want to like mainstream stuff, you have to let the bullshit wash over you and just enjoy it. And so like, I enjoy the sound of their voices, the melody of the songs and the, and the polish of that show. Do do I like the politics? No. Do I even like the story? No, No, there's there's no sport. The battle scenes are so fucking boring why are they in there because they cut around so many things like so many like actual events of like of like of like declaration of independence like all those like things they cut around them why did you leave in the battles the battles they're nothing interesting about i don't know i don't know i also thought that like yeah it's basically what it comes down to is i was living between like as soon as I started to like check out, then all of a sudden like King George would come and it would be like the best fucking thing I've ever seen in my How life. How much spit could one man produce? Like, I that, love that it. Was my, I that, that was maybe it. my favorite part where I was like, <laughs> "How much spit?" Like like okay. just like him drooling down his face was my favorite part. Like I love that so, so much. And so this is where I I love actors, right? Like you like um, the full package and I like actors yeah, yeah. and, and I love that choice because his suit is 110 pounds. He can't move. Yeah. Um, and he, he can't use any of his body, but he has to be big. So he took every intensity and just put it right here. Yeah. I thought that was such a cool idea. Uh, and the fact that he's fat is wonderful. It's the best. And it's scary. Like, and you didn't think that he could be scary because you think it's lame. I thought it was silly the whole time, but I loved it. Like, I enjoyed the silliness oh, of it. I liked when he got scary. I'm trying to remember which part. It's, yeah, it's like near the end of the song where he just kind of goes like, you are my favorite subject. My Like, he screams it. It's different yeah. on the soundtrack. It's much more chill on the soundtrack. So to see him perform it. And you could tell, like, out of everyone, like, Jonathan Groff was so alive. Him... The guy that played Hercules Mulligan, the one that had like a real rapper sound. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I fucking love who was wearing the toque. Yeah. Like, that guy's so, so he's, dynamic he's in, to he's, watch. Oh, fuck. Because I know, because like his friend, like, like Alison Hamilton's friends, like those three guys, they're, they're his not, friend is they're, the f- they're, they're, they're not Broadway people. They're like rappers. Like, they're like, because like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his friend is the one from A Star is Born that gets lost and we never yes. see him again. That's where he's from. I kept being like, who is that? Because I'm like, I know you're from Clipping. I know that guy with the like the beanie. Like I, he's from some group that I I, I like or, or like associated with some like rap group I like or rap collective I like. And then, so then the third guy, I'm like, where are you from? I can't I can't place you. And that's yeah, what he's it from, is. Born. I think that dude was also. I could be very wrong. I think he was in in the Heights. I think so too. Yes. I know that Washington was in in the Heights. Yeah, um, Washington has a beautiful voice. Um, so yeah, so that's basically what it comes down to: is like I mean, you don't like mainstream, you're anti-mainstream, and you're trying to watch something that's mainstream and make it make sense. Like it's obviously not going to be good. Yeah, for you. every every time I tried to like piece it together, it would throw something that would like anger me and would all kind of fall apart. And I, and I, and, I, and like the, but the, the things I did grab of like, of like, this is like a meta story and this is like, um, uh, uh, and, and also I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it's clearly like, like this was not meant to be watched 
as a movie. Like it's 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 a, no. clearly a different medium. He doesn't even want to adapt it into a movie because he doesn't think that it'll do well. I, oh, it, it, I don't think it will either. And and because because just just think about how like you go from scene to scene, like to try and do that as like a movie. Like if you cut from like you jumped like scene to scene like that, it would be really hard to watch. I think it would be a loss of money for him too because he's make, he'll make money off of this musical forever. Um, yeah. What was I going to um, say? I, oh, oh. Um, I, 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 I think um, I. Uh, uh, one one more nag- one more thing where I'm like this like I couldn't is like you kept saying you keep saying story and I keep being like there is no story like this this is not shaped like a story and it's so frustrating to me of um and 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 one of the things I think of like that lead to it being like not like for my money like not very compelling story is that nearly the whole movie is the whole movie the whole play is told to you in past tense which does make sense for a play like it, it is a lot of people like, telling you what has happened already is like how like, like the opening lines like how how did a like like the, almost the whole movie the whole thing is told to you in yeah, past tense you're right it's and, and that's and then, a wrong choice and i think i think and especially for like a mainstream work to connect with the audience emotionally which like maybe that's the problem is i'm like trying to get on this page emotionally and it's very smooth and it's very like polished and blah no, blah blah and i think people are mistaking that for emotional connection when like i think it's a very cold play like it's very emotional yeah, yeah, you either have to get on board and feel emotionally moved by the music or it's not going to happen because I'm sorry. But one of my big criticisms of the play is when Lin-Manuel attempts to cry and when he sings, he cries like this. And I was like, this is embarrassing <laughs> yeah, work that you're that doing. I, I, did, I did have like a genuine blast watching this, but it was like, oh, this is horrible. Like it was like a... But, even like uh, burn, not horrible, right? not burn horrible. is such burn is such a good song. It's the part where she's literally saying like I'm removing myself from the narrative, and she burns his papers after she finds out that he was that was that done was by a, my favorite one, Angelica, or no? no that, this is Philippa Eli- Sue. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's uh, Eliza. Yeah, uh, well, I didn't hate, she, but like next to next to Angelica, I was like, my God, she's so good at this. Shit. Not only is Angelica like an incredible singer, but like when she raps, it makes sense. Oh yeah, like it makes it. Yeah, she's I know. so. I, I, I was like looking her up, and I was like, "What is she? Is like she's like a Broadway like." Person, yeah, she's you know? like a. She's just, it, like he got people that are like extremely well known, but then on top of it, like Philip Sue is pretty successful too. Yeah, yeah. But they kind of got to do a different thing in the show. Peggy, this is like her first. Peggy, this is like huge for her, and she's engaged to the friend from Starsborn. So it was oh. a big show for her. I know it's very nice of them. The, Their children will be stunning. Um, sorry, we we're talking about a uh, 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 story. I'm trying to connect emotionally. Yeah, burn. burn could have been. Yeah, and burn and could it, have been a real moment. I and I and I was really let down by the staging. There's two. The, the ending. I was let down by the staging, and because you know what? Here's the deal. I hated those. Um, battle scenes but i thought that the staging was really good and i thought the choreography was yeah. really well done i didn't and i thought that if you took that idea and i know that they thought that the song burn was like heavy enough for her just to literally sit there and burn paper nah no. i wanted to be like and i wanted the end i wanted every woman in my mind this is what i thought the ending was was every woman all the men left the stage and all the women came on and said who lives and dies who tells your story because these are all the stories that you don't know about because we only get to hear about these like five men i thought that was the point of it 
I was wrong. No, it's definitely not. It's it's Manuel Miranda is a fucking dork, and he was like he was like people got to know about Alexander Hamilton. They know about the other ones. They got to know about Hamilton. Like yeah, that is what like, it is. Like, like like it was also like watching it. Like something that made me laugh is like realizing how thin this actually was. Like I'm like, and like it's fine. Like I don't I don't hate th- stuff that's thin, and I think, but it was like this. Is, it's a very like thin thing to hold a movie on. I hold just a, can't believe on, you sorry. didn't like. That you didn't like in the room where it happened. I can't believe you didn't like that. Such a good song. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was dull. And when he runs on the table and then he jumps and they take away the 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 tablecloth. That was cool. I like that. Yeah, so good. I love that part. I, I, I love like, the part. I love the opening. Uh, I love I love anytime David Diggs saying or Hercules Mulligan yeah. did the, stuff. The, D- Davy Diggs and Angelica were the people who like really pulled me through that. Like, like I was generally like, oh, they, like, oh, they, s- they had such like hot stuff. Because who fucking even knows what they would have been like to watch in real life? Because holy moly, it came through on the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they I, I would have been. That, that was the thing that you yeah. were saying. Like, I found the choreography. You were saying like, oh, I like the choreography and like this is cool. But I found the choreography really weird through the show. But I was also like, I think I'm just the fact we're filming a show is the reason I can't yeah. really like. I was, I was, I found like when whatever happens happens for a lot of the choreography stuff and it's like and I was go and I was more looking at like as a directed piece which I, I, I there's no winning in me talking about this like it, like I know I'm not I'm never getting the full picture on it someone did a, a TikTok of them okay so that when the girls are looking for um I'm looking for a mind work yeah. work that song uh it's guys that are like holding books and shit and it's yeah. just a guy like holding a book and dancing and someone did like a thing being like look i'm the book guy <laughs> just moving yeah, yeah. and like holding the book yeah. it's very funny i, th- I think um, like a that song was one that was was where i kind of was like okay this is what it is and because i'm like i'm like they really gave like a fucking beauty and the beast bell song in the middle of this and, <laughs> oh yeah i guess so. it's a it's but a real is, like it's real like she did, 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 did. like it really like, what's the one where like she's going through the town and the town so yeah the city. best one the, yeah, yeah. the poor, poor provincial town yeah so uh, Disney actually like made changed how musicals work because yeah. Disney musicals were so successful where a, a song comes yeah. through where the person just sings everything that they need yeah and then musicals from then on out were like we'll do that oh well, do you want to hear a hawk like, go for it yeah hawk yeah I was going to say the hot goss of the show has nothing to do with this show specifically. But so the director of Hamilton was mm-hmm. the choreographer for Fosse Verdon. And somehow oh. in the time that he did Fosse Verdon, Michelle Williams went from being married to someone to being pregnant and engaged to that director. And this is all within like six months. <laughs> juicy, juicy, juicy. juicy. Um, <laughs> before your hot goss, I was going to say that I think... Mm. Uh, Disney kids musicals has done more for Broadway than any one Broadway play. Oh yeah, like like the di- Beauty like, and the Beast. It's yeah. incredible. I think I think I think the reason that there is a like generation around my age that is mm. very very into Broadway musicals. There's, there's a whole like circle of people who do that. Is they're the same people who are very very into Disney musicals. Like it, it, you well, know, here's see the, the translation from one to the other because because they, they, they like that was the plan. Like that was because like they were trying to give you the thing that people liked that you couldn't get because of the 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 separation of like how hard it is to get a Broadway show, how expensive it is to get a Broadway show. It, exactly. And here's the thing. And then that's why Frozen. 
Yeah. Was such an enormous success. Yeah. Because Frozen married the two perfectly. Yeah. Then Frozen was exactly a Broadway musical through a Disney lens. And, and, and yeah, and that's why, and that's why, and then they were like, great, we can put this on. And it's so successful because whatever the storytelling of Broadway is and whatever the storytelling of Disney is, it's extremely successful to get people to become obsessed with it. Yeah. There's something in it that's like a, like, it's very satisfying. For As like an aside, a certain- and I'll go to the fucking mat on this. Um, older people with no kids who are still obsessed with Disney are bad people. I'll go to the mat on that one. <laughs> it gives me chills yes yeah i will say my dad likes disney more than, than I, I, it's, it's not liking disney you know the type of people i'm talking about like the, 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 just uh, just obsessed with like still like, like i'm like i don't i something's wrong like a part of no. you isn't it makes formed. you feel it makes me feel eerie yeah. and it makes me feel homesick even though i'm home you know what i mean <laughs> like <laughs> Like I have cabin fever. Like at the like same a time. Disney like like it's fine. Like, like go watch. They're good movies, but there's a difference between watching a, a movie oh, that's yeah, like well are... made and, and and I say like well made in like almost like the well made play of like let's get way back there of like the scribe of like a well made play like saying that it's it's smooth and easy to understand and, and correct, but it's not like it's like amazing. Um, uh, 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 they're well made, but like to obsess over them is, is insane to me. Well, you know what it Disney is when it gets it right is, you know, like, like I teach sketch writing and I yeah. teach, um, five point structure. Yeah. So a Disney movie doing something right is fulfilling the equivalent of me writing a sketch that follows the five point structure exactly. But then on top of that is actually funny. Yes. Yes. And I, that's what Disney is. I, you, you hit on, Yeah. Because like to bring it back to almost like our, I think our first episode, yeah, it's Satanic. You said this movie. You said to me this movie's drawn with crayon, not paint. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and um, Disney movies are drawn with crayon. They're very impressive, and and I think it's exactly right on like sketch writing of like when I when I I can pump out sketches that hit structure and are funny like pretty often. Like I'm not always. No one's 100 successful. No one will be. But you can pump them out pretty quickly when yeah, you know to you, do you, it. Yeah, I could write a sketch in 25 minutes. It, yeah. I, I could save it because I could perform it. But if I were to hand that sketch to someone, I don't think it would do well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, but like, like um, and, and and I don't think that's bad. I think, that, I think that's good. I think that needs to exist. The thing, and, and I also love when people like try to, when people swing and like maybe like play the structure a bit, but it makes the sketch that much better. Like, um, uh, uh, um, this, I'm gonna land on something that's metaphor. Don't worry. Uh, okay. Like like like, uh, 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 like uh, one of the last live shows we did, where I where we did that um, the sketch about like the movie trivia, where it starts as one thing and then as it gets to the halfway point, it becomes a separate sketch. Yeah. Because, like, that, that, was, break... that was tricky. I rewrote that. We rewrote that sketch a bunch on the day. I rewrote that sketch before I brought it to you. Like it was yeah, took yeah. a lot of like it took a lot of rewriting to make that sketch work. But I like I appreciate when I see a movie that does the equivalent of that. Of like it breaks the structure. Yeah. And it makes the sketch or the show or whatever better. That's hard. And with Hamilton was like a weird one where I'm like, it doesn't really break the structure musical. It does in slight no. ways. It does in little weird ways. But like, it also I don't think satisfies um, what following that structure exactly. No, can Hamilton is is very similar to Evita, but instead of it. singing all the way, oh, 
you know what? We've talked a lot of shit about Andrew Lloyd Webber, but I forgot that he wrote Evita. Evita is like, is a very good. Is that, wait, is that, um, um musical. Uh, don't cry for me, Argentina is in that mm-hmm. one. Okay. I, yeah, I only know that song. That I haven't seen it though. Oh, that's its worst song. There's so, the melodies are so beautiful from Evita. Um, but anyways, it's very similar it, it, because it also doesn't break, right? It sings the entire time. Yeah. So instead of just singing, they rap. Actually, now that I think about it, Evita and Alexander Hamilton, like very similar because you don't know what the politics are of <laughs> Evita. You don't understand. You understand that she was poor. Oh my God. <laughs> this is going to explode <laughs> my brain. You understand that she was poor and that she marries up. And she dies young. Oh my God. I think Alexander Hamilton is just a Vita. Because you, if you find out later, like I found out later, the political person, mm. Perron, Perron, mm. I don't know how to say his name, bad, bad politician, bad guy. <laughs> um, but you're made to love him and you're made to love a Vita. And, uh, and she, don't cry for me, Argentina, because she gets sick or whatever, but like they stole from their people. And, and Evita's body now missing. They stole it from the tomb as a political statement. So I've just figured out what Alexander Hamilton is, and I feel shook and scared. <laughs> yeah, I and um, I want to I want to I want to say that even though I started this being like I think I thought Hamilton was a prank of like hip hop musical about <laughs> Final Fathers is an insane sentence. Like I, there's no two ways about that. That's that that it feels like a mad lib of like the worst. Oh thing. yeah. I want to tell you, in the fourth season of The Mindy Project, there's a whole through line where people keep asking her if she wants to go see Hamilton. And she goes, no, it sounds like the worst idea. In my, in the, like, she always doesn't want to go see Hamilton. She's like, it's so boring. Why are you making me do this? I, uh, sorry, this is, this, this, is, this is an aside. And, and, and obviously, obviously, I don't think it's, uh, uh, obviously, obviously, I think it's a good idea and, and good that there's a POC cast, et cetera, et cetera. I have not met a POC person who likes Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've talked to, but is that POC person a musical lover? Yeah, I've talked to a few who did not like Hamilton. Um, Interesting. Uh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. Wait, what am I saying? Anne loves Hamilton. It's like one of her oh, okay. favorite things. Um, I don't know if she liked the Disney version. I think she did. I gotta ask her. Because she saw it in Chicago. Oh, yeah, she saw the live show. Um, well, Hamilton's Evita. The King of Staten Island is a drama. Yeah. Nothing is as it seems. Up is down. Quarantine Mindy, has oh, killed Mindy us. Kaling, Mindy Kaling. Mindy Project has so many good hot takes. She also about um, the Wolf of Wall Street. There's a part where someone was saying something about that guy. She goes, you know what? I don't get it. Like, I just think he, you know, stole from a lot of people. And now he gets to be friends with Leonardo DiCaprio. I just don't really understand. We have to celebrate that person. I just don't think it's cool. <laughs> She's right. You like, should yeah, celebrate yeah, that. Yeah, that is the point. Right. <laughs> no, but like he is friends with Leo now. It's fucking weird. Leo Leo's a fucking records. moron. Of course he's friends with Leo. Like Leo doesn't understand like, why. Like, you know? Yeah, I know. What can we, Leo's been famous since he was like 19. Yeah, Leo doesn't He's know literally shit. Justin Bieber. Much like Pete Davidson. I'm watching. Like, here's the thing. Leo and Pete, Leo and Justin Bieber probably had less fucking baggage Pete Davidson does. And, and you're going to, and, but the, the, so they're going on similar trajectories. Like they're going to be shithead so Leo's people. dad. Leo's dad didn't die, but he definitely was not a part of his life. And now that he's rich and famous is a part of his life. Actually, you know, Leo Pete, is Justin Bieber. No, you, you know, you know, Pete Davidson is Pete Davidson, Shia LaBeouf. The Shia LaBeouf's dad died. No, Shia LaBeouf's dad was very abusive. 
Did you watch Honey Boy? Is that Honey Boy? No, I haven't watched oh, it. Oh, it's I so good. I don't really like Shia LaBeouf. I don't know if I feel like. No, you'll you'll like it. You'll, I like it. Okay. You'll, 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 I, I genuinely think you'll. I really like Honey Boy. I thought it was really. Shia, good. You know, it's really interesting because I heard Alyssa Milano on a talk show, and she was like, yeah. people were asking her, being like, "You seem pretty grounded, and you were a really successful child star. Like, what what do you think that's about?" And she goes, "Oh, the difference between me, like, she's like, I had a very." Um, a functional family. Everyone who you see who flames out as child stars, they already didn't have a functional family. So it's it's like she's like, so I'm like a little bit fucked up now because fame like exaggerates everything. But if I started with with having a family where like my parents were abusive or my parents were dead or whatever, I would be. She's like, I would be just like them. That's the only difference. Yeah. That I had I, to go home. I, was I, mean, I, I wasn't allowed to party. Pete Davidson is a tragic figure. Who I think is very charming, and I think one day will make cool art. But I right now, think, it's not. not. Right now, he's currently know. not. I, there's nothing. He's nothing produced. Where I'm like, this is great. I'm just like, I see it, and I I view him as a tragic figure. Like I just I just see him as tragic. I don't know if it's that tragic, and I'll tell you why. Only because his mom and his sister love and support him. Yeah, and that is enough. That's that's, that's that's not that's. You have people who love and support you, and and my point is like I, no one. No one's going to fix you. Like no, like, like you can go through therapists, you can go see whatever, but no one's going to fix you. Only you can fix you. And mm. and I and and getting on SNL when he was like what, like nineteen? I think he was twenty. Yeah, it, it's a fucking lot. very little difference. Um, and Lauren Michaels, like he's a favorite of Lauren Michaels. Yeah. Like he takes care of him. Yeah. And, yeah, like like getting on SNL like that age. I'm like, if you've got anything and I, I just see so much of like I'm like oh if i if i was 20 and got snl identical path like i just i just uh, not not, not so identical funny. identical but i but but i just I, i'm like we hit the we're same we're so hits. different because because when i look at snl cast people i keep thinking like if i got an snl i'd be like Katie bryant <laughs> i would like, want totally to be bill hater but i'm i wouldn't be like i would like my dream oh. would be to be a be bill hater but i i know in my heart of hearts i'd be pete davidson I would, I would be, I would be Vanessa. What's her name? Cicely. Vanessa Bayer. I would be Van. Mm, I think I'm more closer to Cicely Strong. Cicely I, Strong. I think, I think in a, in a. No, I think if you got it today, if I got it today, I'd be like a Beck Beckett and like play like straight person to a lot of stuff. Mm. And if you got it today, you'd be Cicely Strong. I'm saying that if, if you got it like when you were 20, I'd be that. Um, I'd be like Casey Wilson or Abby Elliott. No, you'd be that girl who swore in the first season and got kicked off. Jenny Slate? Yeah. I'll Who's great. I like Jenny Slate, but yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I, I did not be. like her on SNL. I don't like Pete Davidson on SNL. The question isn't who's good. The question is who you did be. <laughs> I didn't like Casey Wilson on SNL either. And she's yeah, like my she's favorite sitcom actor. She, she was real so bad SNL's hard. She's bad. It's hard. It's a hard show. It's hard. So the fact that actually... I, I lied. Pete Davidson, in the first episode, he did a weekend update thing that yeah. was incredible. And I was and like, oh, he saved And then going back to that well because... It's bad. He's going back to that well every time, and every time it's like, oh, we don't need this. Like, go home. No, because he's getting lazier and lazier. I'm sorry. Whereas, like, Leslie Jones, same thing, but every time she did it, it was so good. Because he's got fucking storms in his brain. I know, I know, I know. You're right. You're right. I shouldn't say lazy. Lazy is, like, one of my ultimate insults. And, like, I get called lazy, lazy by my... Like, you're right, but, like, you're, you're, di- you're, 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 you're disagreeing. You're, you're, like, you're not dealing with, like, the, that's the symptom, not the disease. 
and I'm putting Pete a lot Davidson. on Pete Davidson. Like I'm making you a full. I'm making like Pete Davidson mental health fanfic. Like I'm. You like, love you love Angelica and you love Pete Davidson. Angelica, hey, my middle name, my middle name's Angelica. Angelica, <laughs> I think was like I'm like I'm genuinely like I might rewatch this scene. Like, I'm like this is like one of the best performances I've ever seen. And I'm gonna watch where the rumor it happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that part. That part's so good, and I love the opening. I love the. Op- I think the opening is great. I I found the opening very chaotic in in a way that I didn't hate. I just I just I'm, I find it interesting you really like the opening because I, I I felt like it was like like it, it really didn't want to give you anything to hold on to. Mm. I mean, like I don't want to say I can rap the whole song, but I can rap the whole song. I don't know. You ready? No. <laughs> You're gonna okay, goodbye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> you ready? How does a bastard. <laughs> Thanks for listening to uh, a movie. Uh, and a go back and listen to the stuff. Dropped into the middle uh, of a forgotten spot in the Caribbean by Providence. <laughs> Proverbist. Somehow to be the global superpower. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Sweet. Oh my God. I had to turn off the air conditioning so that it wouldn't be loud. And let me tell you, she warm in here. Well, my question to you is, I've only been watching Vanderpump Rules in secret because two of the people came out being very stupid and racist. I mean, I'm not surprised. They're all the biggest idiots. Oh, my God. Have you watched? Have you watched it? It's so watchable. They're crazy. But you know what's interesting is I used to work at a restaurant. Well, I was a coat check girl. I didn't actually like I wasn't a server. Um, That was like that. Like, you could tell, like, the drama was thick. The waiters were dumb. Like, you know, like, it's like, it's a lot. It's a lot. And the, the tips are crazy. That's the whole thing is that you're, they never bring it up, but it's like, they hate their lives, but they're tied to that place like some sort of underworld because they make like $800. Oh, wait, let me stop. Let me turn this off. <laughs> <laughs>